0: Still waiting on a gothic kids' movie that explores Hanukkah Town. We're talking The Nightmare Before Christmas on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Blah! (laughs) Welcome to Kidflix. Okay, I'm gonna stop this is terrible. Uh the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm I'm your um ghoulish host, um Ross Wiseman, or it's still on my Twitter, uh Jacko Wiseman. And this show is not for kids, so turn this off and get only packets of pretzels shaped like pumpkins.
1: That's if you don't have that
0: then you the have nothing now <laughs>
1: then are you really celebrating halloween
0: yeah guys is uh two days before halloween go out there get some pretzels Mudge him up be disappointed because it's mainly dust at this point when you open those packets but my guest today he is a, a third third time on the show so he's a regular ah. he is officially a, a best friend of the podcast
1: oh my god
0: even I think my one friend uh Alyssa Epstein has been on so many times because I just keep being like uh, can you just come on but uh it's Josh McMaster <laughs> hello hi yeah, happy I, Halloween yeah I, <laughs> Look, Josh. The question on everybody's mind: mm. What are you gonna be? What are you dressing as for Halloween okay. this year? Um, tired
1: twenty-something is gonna go to bed right away when I do Oh, it. Really? Well, also,
0: can you lean a little bit into the mic? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um. Yeah. Use your use your medium, not outdoor, but not yeah. your indoor. <laughs> like the
1: voice you'd use
0: to tell your dog to be quiet. Yes. And stop barking. So feeble, right? <laughs> <laughs> because you know that you can't do anything to right. stop him. <laughs> Completely. Futile. yeah he has a, he has multiple toys with his name on it that's that's great where do you get dog toys
1: with that you can get embroidered
0: well no because we just on around halloween time there's just so much stuff
1: oh, i just assume that you go to places and get your dog's name yeah, we
0: got <laughs> those we, place. go, we got those places in the mall where it's like you can get a hat with like yo written on it or something <laughs> with your name whoa those places that you never really know how they're still in business after how many years because they, like, I think it's like as long as they sell one hat or something that they're okay.
1: <laughs> they have to, like, call their family in to buy one hat a month.
0: Guys, come on. Please. Hat sales are way down. I'm going to
1: lose my hat embroidering business if you
0: don't help <laughs> me out. I'm going to lose my embroidery license. <laughs> um,. So- So you're, uh, well, you're not really doing Halloween because, like, we're adults, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I don't do Halloween.
1: (laughs) Uh, And for kids.
0: If I was going to dress up as something scary, hmm, I guess I'd choose the president. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, man. There's probably 800,000 status updates like that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've been been steering clear of social media a little bit just because it's getting to be a lot it sounds uh, yeah. like socially irresponsible
0: but you know, social media irresponsible no yeah. i you gotta unplug you know Ex- unless you're listening to this podcast then stay plugged in <laughs> stay plugged um,
1: in social media excluding spotify and apple podcasts and soundcloud <laughs> or whatever you listen to kid flick ross
0: what are you dressing as good question <laughs> <laughs> I'm what are dr- you dressing as i'm, dr- I'm doing bob ross bob- <laughs> ross bob yeah ross Kama bob ross bob hey so like i i no and i i was smart this year because a big problem with halloween costumes i think is props i think people oh. t- way too often will choose a costume that requires at least one hand to be holding something dumb oh yeah that's that's a pain in the ass a paint in the ass speaking ay, about ross. and i was so close to buying an easel or like oh. getting a paint <laughs> why painting, not just a palette i'm not gonna use a palette are you gonna use an easel
1: yeah i could like For i could what?
0: i don't know holding a paint painting but uh <laughs> but no i decided i'm gonna get a paintbrush and i'm gonna stick it in my shirt pocket mm. so i can whip it out and like paint on somebody paint with, on somebody. with imagination paint on, him. <laughs> paint on me <laughs> uh but that that way i can still kind of like drink and not <laughs> have to like yeah yeah, yeah no kidding because everybody just, at, by the end of the night, it's like, you have to show up and get, like, one or two good photos of your costume, and then you can just kind of, like, melt it off. Just, yeah, just kind of, like, to prove that you did
1: it, and you're like, <laughs> alright, well, it's time to be done.
0: I saw, I saw, like, a costume online of, like, it was, like, a sexy, anonymous op-ed. <laughs> it's, like, a dress, but it just has, like, newspaper on it. <laughs> that's also obscure. I wouldn't
1: guess what that is.
0: No, nobody would. That's so old news. It's
1: a hey, hey, was this is just a setup for that joke? No, but I'm I'm down for it. <laughs> we'll see if you did that and wore a dress of newspaper and then painted wrinkles on your face. You could call yourself old news, and that would be
0: really funny. Would I'd it? laugh. I think so. <laughs> At least tell, like... tell you what when Wednesday when we hang out and we eventually yeah. figure out our plans. We'll be, right,
1: <laughs> right. It's one of a couple of things. I'll dress up as Michael Myers because I've never seen Halloween before. Yeah, and, and uh,
0: I'm very scared to see it. Like, I think, I think that's probably going to be our plan. End I, up, I feel like that's going to happen. And I, I'm not looking forward to it. No, but I'm going to do
1: it anyway. I did a Halloween. I did a haunted house for the first time ever last year. And I hate how I hate haunted houses. Did you so go to much. like
0: one of the biggies, or did no, you go to like a, the, just a local guy?
1: They did. Um, so I was still up at Syracuse, and they have the um state fair. They do uh, a fright night at the fair. Oh, that's kind of fun. Is, yeah, you know, it's like a one huge tent, and there's like five little haunted houses inside and people walked around it's like a um, like a haunted apartment <laughs> yeah it's like a haunted anthology um and i was like i oh my god i I'm, i'll be the first person to admit that i just was scared out of my mind at first my mouth went completely dry like i couldn't talk oh and then yeah oh my god it was terrible but you know it was it was like a it wasn't like um what's the one i'm thinking of in the in the city the penitentiary it's not yeah. like It's not like that. The production value was very low. So after one or two, I was like, okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so actually, so yeah, so in Philadelphia, uh, we have the famous um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, which uh, is famous for hosting uh, Al Capone for a little bit. And so every year they go all out and make like a huge haunted house in this abandoned prison. And one of my good friends works there. uh, Are you kidding? Yeah, she uh I believe she is actually I need to get her on here, but she is uh I believe kind of one of the people in charge of the actors. Oh god. And so she uh one time showed up, knocked on my door, and she had scary contacts. And even <laughs> that I was uh, not a fan of. It's just the um thriller music video, but like uh, a little bit. Honestly. <laughs> and actually, so I'm moving to an apartment in a in a couple weeks and it is a couple blocks from there. No. So so actually, I'm that's gonna, kind of a cool area. There's it's like a, a very cool area, but some, it's. Some shops but stuff. I mean, come uh, October, it's going to be Spooktown, USA. And I think I'm going to get guilt tripped into going.
1: No, you're going to regret it.
0: It's going to suck.
1: Because <laughs> the thing
0: is, I think I work myself up. I get so scared of things beforehand, but then when I'm actually right. in the moment, I'm like, oh. It's not
1: that bad. Yeah, yeah, I get what you
0: mean. Like when I, when I drink, I'm like so <laughs> scared, like, oh no, did I drink too much? And then I'm just hanging out, and I'm like,
1: oh, I'm fine. No, you didn't, know I didn't drink too much. Um that's what you have to do if you're going to go to the penitentiary. Jesus.
0: Yeah, Speaking of spooky stuff. So yeah, today, should, yeah, we should get
1: underway with like the actual
0: content. Nah. <laughs> so we're talking uh The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, um this was a movie that I like, I've known you for almost 8 years now and it's been eight? Oh, yeah, just I about. So. Boy how the years oh, go. Shit. We no, are,
1: you know what they say, if your friendship lasts for 7 years, it's going to last for the rest of your life. Congratulations, we made the benchmark. Well, I
0: can't, don't <laughs> tell that to any of my best friends in like second grade. Yeah, well <clears throat> Sorry, buddy. Um but yeah, so I, I've like known you for this amount of time and I know that this is a huge movie for you. So tell mm-hmm. me tell tell us a little bit about kind of what uh is just so big about it for you.
1: Right. Actually I was thinking about this on the way over and um the thing that really did it for me, um so like I knew about the I knew about the movie growing up, you know, I'm I'm an animator. I love animated everything. Uh I knew about Nightmare Before Christmas. I shopped at Hot Topic, you know, I kind of <laughs> I kind of knew uh what it was and what it was about and I had seen the film. But then in um 11th grade, I was in uh English with Mr. Hackett and
0: we were t- we were reading Frankenstein. <laughs> Is that and, a shout out to anybody yeah, I, it was, yeah. If anybody's listening Hackett, and knows Mr. Hackett, use the hashtag uh <laughs> hack tag <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah sure but i know you know who he is yes so and you know he's like he's like cool with air quotes you know he like, yeah he's, he's like he's like a as... quintessential
0: like chill yeah english teacher totally
1: wears like i don't know
0: he, wear, he wears cat he casual. he would wear jeans many days or yeah, like really right. or like good slacks that aren't just like baggy and just like oh these are my slacks. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And he had the the shoes that were sneakers but still professional. It went like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but anyway, he's the kind of teacher who would like debate. He Esther was always in his room debating politics all the time. Shout out to Esther. Get, She's been on the podcast. Uh, yeah, before. friend of the podcast, <laughs> Esther. Um, but anyway, so we were reading Frankenstein and. Um, you know i had been looking at his nightmare poster on the wall like all year but he he finally like brought it up in the context of the lesson he goes oh frankenstein is romantic literature because it takes something that people usually perceive as um like ugly or negative and then puts it in a light where it's sympathetic and beautiful and you can see everything that makes it um like something wonderful or something that inspires wonder and then he's like he points to the wall he's like oh that's nightmare before christmas is an example of that too and i was like what the oh my god it everything clicked for me and i was like this is that's a great movie i love what it does you know i'd never thought about it in that context before yeah. so once i did i was like oh well this this is just the greatest thing i've ever seen um and then on top of that that's kind of when i started to really lean into it and i started to kind of like rewatch it again and again and again and to be critical about it and then um as i started to pursue animation as a you know a skill and a career um i learned a lot about the behind the scenes of the movie about how uh, it really is a stop motion um, like revolutionary for stop motion animation. It was it did a lot of things for the first time. Um, you know especially the way I was telling you while we were watching the movie, the way the camera moves is all done by um like programming keyframes uh, into the the camera. So you know they would they would use a computer to program um, oh the cameras at this position on you know this frame and then by frame. Whatever, it's going to be over here. And that way, they could take the computer and, like, do, you know, move one frame at a time or however far the camera needed to move for one frame so they could position the puppets and then take a photo. And then the camera would move again. They'd position the puppets for the next frame. So you'd end up with these really complex camera movements on a stop motion set, which before had never been done because. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those
0: things that it's like, it's almost second, not even second nature, but it's a thing that's very easy with. Like, you can get apps, I think, now that can do that. I saw a dolly that you can buy online that you can easily program for stop motion and time lapse mm-hmm. to just make it smooth. But <clears throat> yeah, this is the mid-90s, so that is definitely not the case. This was a movie, uh, I wouldn't say first of its kind. I mean, there's obviously been stop motion before, but I think mm-hmm. we were talking about um, right at the beginning that this is just a much different take. That uh, I mean, Tim Burton is known for kind of his sharper edges and kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, not being afraid to go into the darkness Mm -hmm. but i mean for children's movies i is was this his first um kids movie because he's done he he worked at disney so he's worked on different films but i think this was one of the earlier that were that was kind of billed as his
1: I think so. And actually, that's a good segue into like a related point that um, needs to be broadcast really loud. So people hear it. (laughs) Um, Tim Burton, turn up your radio right now. (laughs) Tim Burton did not direct The Nightmare Before Christmas. He wrote the original story. He did the original illustrations. He produced the whole thing, but he did not direct the film. And people always say, Oh, it's a Tim Burton movie. And yeah, okay, it is a Tim Burton movie, because you know, it was originally his idea. But the director is Henry Selleck, also um who you know attended Syracuse for like a hot second so I'm very proud of that but um also he also directed Coraline which is um Laika's first stop-motion movie that kind of put them on the map um and that's why people think Coraline is a Tim Burton movie it's not it's not it's I didn't Selleck. know I didn't
0: know that people well there's there's the cat in Coraline that looks suspiciously like yeah that one cat in the graveyard but I was like I know that they're not the same
1: Right, and I think that's people. People were drawing connections all over the place with that. Um, and you said no. And I was like, mm. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but I think it's it's tough to make that comparison too. Because I was thinking about that while we watched the movie again. Um, and it's like the Cat and Coraline talks a lot. It's like very different. Coraline was written by Neil Gaiman as a book first. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the design probably. Henry Selick was like, uh, I don't know. I would assume he. He like, saw the
0: connection, but uh, wait, Beetlejuice was before this.
1: I imagine. I don't, I'm
0: pretty sure because that was that was late 80s, I think. Because that's that put, um, uh, I think Alec Baldwin and Michael Keaton on the map. This is all just from our head, so we could definitely right. be wrong about <laughs> it, yeah, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that Beetlejuice predates um, Nightmare. I imagine so. So, because I, because I think, because you're right, the, the direction is a huge part of it, but. Um, Tim Burton has such a specific style mm-hmm. that even though he didn't personally direct it, I think it's reasonable to kind of just have him, like, he is the figurehead for this entire movie because yeah, yeah. it was a little bit contentious between the two of them. I th- I remember reading that on the IMDb facts during, uh, dur- <laughs> while watching the movie. Uh,
1: I, I don't remember truthfully, but I'm, I don't doubt you for a second. Um,
0: yeah, just because I mean, like, uh, they're both very kind of passionate people, and they're, like, <laughs> it's a collaboration, but also I think Tim Burton was really overworked, because this was also the same time as Ed Wood and Batman and Robin. Right. He was working on all of those.
1: He, which is why, probably, Henry Selick was brought in at all. That's exactly the reason why. Um, there you go. Uh, now,
0: 12 more reasons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a BuzzFeed. 12 reasons why Tim Burton did not direct he didn't Christmas. want to <laughs> <laughs> um well that was the you know that's the whole thing that he struggled with too is that he made this while he was at disney so disney owned the for, you know for for a while i thought disney owned the rights to the film and he had to argue for them um because you know i love disney but they're notoriously protective of their all their ip
0: mm-hmm. so, and uh, they ruined copyright law r- right so notoriously. check out that cgp cray video if you haven't seen it it's great um, Actually like me to that. I want to watch that. Yes, it later. of course. Um <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'd be honored to text you that link.
1: Yeah, no, I was reading this article the other day about um about like the new landscape of Hollywood industry and how it's you know, sure there's a ton of um of like content being bought and that there's you know more series than ever, there's more, you know, buyers because Apple, Netflix, Hulu, what have you. I, Amazon. I do
0: not want to even talk about the weird original content that Apple is making. <laughs> I don't
1: but it's gonna be like it's going to be content people are making content that are it's native to snapchat now and that blows my fucking have mind. you seen
0: any of those shows
1: no i think i know someone who's working on one though
0: w- wait do you know which one not off the top of my head okay because the one that i would be interested in working on is they have this weird it's not even it's like based on true crime and it's called solve and it's um you have to help solve a murder
1: it's interactive
0: yeah, so you you see all of their, like, the four suspects' testimonies, and then you vote on which one you think did it, and then it, they tell you who did it based on the different clues.
1: Oh, whoa. No, I don't think that's the um, that... All of
0: the acting is insanely over the top, because <laughs> um, it's like, <clears throat> it switches off between uh, actors doing, like, a weird southern voice, mm-hmm. or, like, a weird religious voice. Or, uh, that's really it. Or, like, a vampire voice. (laughs) Like, those are the three voices that the cast of, uh, Solve does. (laughs) That's
1: that's every episode.
0: They're also insane, like, weirdly graphic. It also, some of the time, the, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's Ah. just like, this person did it because, and it gives all this crazy alibi that you could not have. (laughs) One, One of them, I shit you not, um... The result was all of the, all of the suspects were responsible because the one suspect hypnotized all of them.
1: <laughs> and there was no clues to point to that.
0: Well, there were, but clues that you wouldn't know as an investigator, because mm. they they show like flashbacks and stuff, and it's like you wouldn't oh. know those because you because <laughs> thing was all of them nodded at the same time in the room oh, where yeah, you, you wouldn't have been no you wouldn't have known that then i don't
1: know but it's great mm-hmm. um
0: speaking of great nightmare oh yeah the right night- i keep calling it a nightmare and i know it's the it's a specific it's nightmare the, it's the
1: nightmare don't even there's only one <laughs> I There can't can only even be one. <laughs> um well only the one reminds me of the whole you know something that we should talk about is the whole idea that all three of the tim burton stop motion films are the same story,
0: so um, we're like Nightmare connected. Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, and Frankenweenie, yeah. So, I i actually have not seen Frankenweenie,
1: that's okay. It's but, uh, I mean, like, I guess, mild spoiler alert, it, it, it came out so long ago, it, it's, it's statue limitations is up, <laughs> but but uh, you know, it's it's it, I didn't like it that much, I thought it didn't do, yeah, I know, it's definitely the, Tim
0: Burton's Google alert just went off, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like, This is what's this being put on the internet yet, <laughs> um. No, it, it, it's the weakest of the three. Well, because
0: isn't the theory that like Frank and Weenie, the boy mm-hmm. is like the adult groom in Corpse Bride Victor. and then die Victor and then dies and becomes skeleton king?
1: Yeah, but I'm, you also like I don't know. I think it's
0: Tim Burton has very limited human character design.
1: Yeah, yeah, that plus he always likes dogs. So I think it's it's like a it's like a fun fan theory, but officially I don't think it's true. There's not enough no. evidence or I haven't seen enough evidence. Well, it's just
0: like. On if a direct uh, or not director for no no <laughs> yeah um, not the director if a he's a writer Call if a writer. creator yeah okay um <clears throat> if they're creating a bunch of things they're gonna want to put some of the same themes in it like when i did comedy sketches in college a lot of them had similar ideas and jokes to them and mm-hmm. like i i had this idea that i wanted to when i was starting in college like oh i want to sneak like the same little like prop or something in the mm-hmm, background mm-hmm. like a like a picture of my family in the, in each <laughs> ep- That's thing so wholesome yeah oh i'm a very wholesome person <laughs> you heard it here first You're sure the show isn't for kids <laughs> oh i'm sure i said fuck a couple times already <laughs> <laughs> and my uh my demeanor is horrible
1: <laughs> plus why would kids be interested in talking about business of hollywood anyway
0: oh kids love little kids love hearing about the streaming wars that are brewing
1: (laughs) netflix is putting out more original content The kids gonna walk away
0: too much sleep kids are gonna be like wow can you believe that they upload that much content a month and no one can ever realistically watch more most of it
1: that's true yeah i mean
0: Like, I've said this on the podcast before, but Mm -hmm. I remember when it was, like, a big event when Netflix dropped a new thing. Like, when when it was, like, the first two seasons of House of Cards, Varge of the New Black, the first season of Stranger Things. It was, like, a big cultural touchstone. But now...
1: Mm. It's just all over the place. Now it's, like,
0: three times a week they'll post a new original.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. It's, uh...
0: So Netflix, hire me, and I'll (laughs) pick and choose what shows.
1: I'll let you know what's good. Um, yeah. But anyway, (laughs) uh, that makes me kind of sad and nervous
0: to get into the industry that you and I've been dreaming of being yeah, in for a whole lot
1: Um you know, I mean again, they're going to keep What if this
0: podcast content. disqualified us <laughs> just this episode because <laughs> we're cool. critical?
1: Um well, if I well, were Netflix, well, I'd hire <laughs> This is the
0: this is the start of the Kidflix Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, please, because we shot ourselves in the foot to bring you the content that you're enjoying right now.
0: Give us $5 a month and I'll just, uh, toil on Mike for a half hour a week.
1: <laughs> just shit on the entire like, industry.
0: I don't know. I don't <laughs> I'll tell doing. you what, uh, celebrities I've met.
1: Yeah. Like, I think I met four. <laughs> it's gonna be a quick episode. Yeah.
0: Well, I can just, I can talk for hours about, not hours, like an hour about my encounter with Anne Hathaway.
1: I remember... I remember that. Where were you? you I was at temple. She
0: it. was, um, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. doing canvassing and she said, if you like volunteer to like, uh, either work the polls or do canvassing, like I'll get a, I'll take a selfie with you. And I made her laugh real hard.
1: That's, that's <laughs> a, that's like a notch on your belt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need <laughs> to figure out a way to put like, that on mm. my resume, like a quote, like an endorsement from Anne Hathaway saying that, um, ha, ha, I'm ha, funny ha. that I was funny in a, uh, nerdy kind of way. <laughs>
1: You could hit her up and get that then. I, might have I mean, I doors. I
0: have I have witnesses. Whoever <laughs> took those pictures for me, uh, over two years ago
1: was like, "Wow, that kid made Anne Hathaway laugh really hard."
0: Yeah, she was just so thrown off guard because I did the classic, like, "I'm gonna look like I'm gonna ask a serious question," and I was like, "Oh, ba boo," and then she went, <laughs> <laughs> hwah, hwah, hwah. "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> if if you want to see this picture, look at my Instagram, or uh, if you match with me on Tinder, you'll see it. <laughs>
1: That's a good Tinder photo. I know. Anne Hathaway. Yeah.
0: You know what's weird? Because like Tinder does, they'll sort, they'll keep, like keep reshuffling your photos to like test different ones. And that mm. one's never the first one <laughs> No, for one, some reason. No one
1: gives a shit about Anne Hathaway on Tinder.
0: Yeah. Well, because it's also, I'm clean shaven. So I look like a little rube. Oh.
1: <laughs> look like a small boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, a small boy, just like all the little uh gross looking kids in this movie.
1: Oh yeah. Actually... I, there's some of my favorite characters too, especially the one in, ones in Halloween town, like the, I guess they're all kids, the small ones. So it's like the, the kids kid that
0: came that the Santa Claus. Oh, oh no. That's, I'm thinking I the, forgot about that song. That is a good song. It's great. It's yeah. great.
1: And like, I don't know, there's, there's lines in over like the whole movie that, um, from in terms of like a writing standpoint, and there's like a number of them in that song specifically that, you know. Some of the lines are like very basic. It's like, oh, you know, we have to have how many syllables on this line, it has to stop and then it's a new sentence and it rhymes. But there's some that like are very fluid and run into each other and I think it just is um truthfully, I don't I don't know. I guess Tim Burton and Danny Elfman wrote the songs together. Uh yeah, so it's what, a testament to both of their writing.
0: And also, I mean, you and I we did theater and <laughs> they have a very it it's a very musical theatery Yeah oh type thing to it. Like it feel it feels like a a stage show yes. when you watch it.
1: I was hoping, I was like, when I was in high school, I was like, I should pitch this as the show that we should do. Even though, like, I don't think it exists. Like, you can't buy it. We'd have to write it. Yeah. I but Also, the rights to that would be we already spent too much yeah. money on the art. Yeah. Oh, we
0: spent we spent way too much and we all had to fundraise and oh none of us ever god. met our goal except for like the two kids that would somehow really go hard.
1: Well, that's the thing. They took all of the business in the area and then it's like, "Well, this is the amount of money we need." It's we'd like, "Great. Now anyway. I oh,
0: now I can't hit up Tony Ronies." <laughs> right. Right. Uh, oh my god,
1: I I hated that so much.
0: Yeah, I just didn't cuz it's a it's a fun thing when you realize, "Oh, there aren't really consequences." if we didn't raise the money they would just be like guys come on
1: (laughs) what what are they gonna do
0: yeah well because you you and i not to brag we would be like leads or like big (laughs) secondary parts
1: you're like no one's irreplaceable and we were like
0: well um did you i don't did you ever have a um a what's the word that i'm looking for um an understudy because you no. you and I were both understudies But I don't think we Neither of us ever had an understudy for our roles No
1: no. Nah. So
0: even more so <laughs> Right,
1: exactly Uh, Yeah, no, now that I think about it I guess
0: I was uh, a little annoyed that I didn't get an understudy in Guys and Dolls Because I was like Right You were like, like I'm a the, capital L lead Yeah Yeah But I, yeah. Uh, but I guess like <laughs> No one could No could even uh, be close <laughs> To my interpretation of Nathan Detroit <laughs> Right
1: um, no, I don't know. That whole thing spiraled out of control and that's like, it's a whole other soapbox I could jump up on, but we should yeah. get back to, you no, know, Nightmare is definitely written oh, as, we, as a musical theater need to theater do, it. we need to start a
0: musical theater podcast. Oh, Jesus. I don't even,
1: I still, I, I like, I hesitate to even call myself like a musical theater fan cause I am, but there's like shows I have never seen that if anyone knew that I haven't seen them, I'd get like chast- chastised. Oh yeah. Well
0: there's so, like, know. I mean, there's so much that I haven't seen, but it's like mm-hmm. one of my Spotify daily mixes is always just compilations of different broadway numbers
1: that's pretty cool though and it gives you like a like a sampler of
0: what well, it's always it's always one that i've listened to like it always recommends um F- that fiona song from shrek the musical where it's like <laughs> the three of them singing about how they're in the tower oh, and always three different songs from waitress
1: i haven't i have to listen to waitress i also kinda gotta listen, listen to, to waitress <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about Dear Evan Hansen too Everyone's going crazy about it Dear Evan like, Hansen oh, is good
0: they're, But like after a certain point I'm like these songs aren't that catchy And now they're just sad
1: Right I, They have um, I read like the back of a novel the other day It was in the store And I saw that they wrote it as a novel too I guess after it was oh. a theater show And I read. I was like mm, what's this about
0: Or is it like one of those like companion books Because I know they no, do that a like lot it's a straight
1: up novel Oh Yeah Okay I, I think they just must have adapted it And I'm like okay sure You why all not? read it um, but I read what it's about and I'm like, oh, this is a little bit darker than yeah, I thought. It's also
0: a local story.
1: Who? Oh, wait a minute. Like
0: the guys that wrote it, it's based on like a story from their high school and they're from like the suburban Philadelphia area.
1: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Where about? Do you know? Uh,
0: no idea. Okay. <laughs> but I, I remember my mom and I were driving one day and she pointed to a neighborhood, and she's like, that's where they lived. I was like, how what? do you know this? <laughs> Well, How that's... do you know this? You're not in pop culture.
1: Well, that's um, Abby Jacobson's from around here, right, too? She is. And f- Tina Fey. Yeah, and Tina
0: Taylor Faye. Swift.
1: Tina Fey. F- and Pink. Taylor Swift's from a little bit further away. She, well, she's
0: in, like, Berks County, and this is Montgomery County. Like mid-Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's a little that's bit so higher, upper north. <laughs> Pink's from
1: Allentown,
0: right? Um, oh, No, about. I thought she was also from Darby. This is very know. Inside Baseball. If you want to follow along, <laughs> bring up your Wikipedia account and search Here's on Here's a brew. zip
1: code. I'm no, just kidding. Um, search Darby, Pennsylvania. Um, Upper,
0: lower, whichever. It yeah, doesn't whichever matter. Whichever Darby you like. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, back yeah. to the
1: the film. No, I like I the kid characters. Not even... I love um, I love the Lock Shock and Barrel the trick or treaters I think it's clever that they would include trick or treaters as a like quote unquote Halloween monster I thought that was awesome um, and I like their their dynamic especially because Barrel always gets he just literally gets beat up I feel like they
0: which which
1: ones which the, ske- uh, the skeleton kid is Barrel the um, the witch is Shock like a shock of hair because oh. she's the only one with um she's got the squiggly hair and yeah. then Lock is the devil um okay yeah so right lock shock and barrel i did it backwards but barrel always gets beat up like i feel like the they must have just written in those gags of like uh he just gets hit by things she like uh shock just takes her mask and just hits him in the head with it for
0: like no reason well i was thinking i was thinking about that during the movie because i was (laughs) i was trying to think kind it's always weird when you see world like evil worlds like this Mm because it's because you th- I, I always think, do they have a warped sense of what fun is? Because they have, mm. they seem to have a sense of fear, and and uh, being nervous about stuff. But at the same time, they're surrounded by all this fear and terror, and they're inflicting it all the time. That it right, like they're scared of Oogie Boogie, mm-hmm. but also they're kidnapping and torturing Santa Claus.
1: Well, that's I think you can't hold them to the same standard because it's it's like. I think the line in in the opening song sets the tone when it's he goes that's our job, but we're not mean. Like it's just like our job, you know. And and again for the the whole movie,
0: the... they all look to the camera and say that it's a living. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, this is the Seinfeld piece, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean that's something I want to broadcast too. Like if you if the viewing audience hasn't heard the Patrick Stewart opening and closing, then look it up on YouTube, because, you know, of course, at the beginning of the film, there's the prologue where the voiceover says, uh, kind of sets the scene, he's like, oh, well, there's worlds where that all they do is just make one holiday, but there's also, like, an alternate one that, um, I think it was just released on a CD or something, um I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it wasn't in the movie itself, but it's narrated by Patrick Stewart, and it's it gives you a little bit more information. The I think he does a better job than whoever did the voiceover. Um, it's the
0: it's the the guy that did the voiceover was the same guy that voiced Santa Claus.
1: I thought so. Okay. Um. Did you look that up in during the movie too? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I like drew that connection to especially at the end when he's like, "There's always time," and Santa, you know, like squeezes his yes, nose and, and flies. flies away yeah <laughs> there's oh, we'll have to get to that later all like the weird <laughs> little things that you notice after seeing the movie i don't know how many times i've seen it i would guess it's at least like 20 probably
0: i want to say this is maybe the third time
1: that's fair if you're not crazy crazy like i am
0: well because i mean i was a i was a Freddy cat kid so i mm-hmm. i like i think i think even sometimes still watching uh, specifically the the animated tim burton stuff and even some of the live action, just like he, he gets very, he's very good at with the really detailed little yucky things. Yeah. It, it still just kind of skews me out a little bit. That's a good Even point. though this time, as, as a, as a, an adult man, <laughs> uh, I wasn't as thrown off. Right. And right. nervous by
1: it. Um, no, yucky is a great way to put it. It's like, it's not like body horror, but it's, it's like, it's, a. it's
0: just kind of squirmy. Right. Cause it's, they, it's they're, they're just like bugs everywhere. Mm hmm. And like, it's, it's, it's so detailed that you're like, okay, that's clearly not real.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Like when, um, Sally gets her arm, she rips her own arm off. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that looks so like I, that's, that's not really gross to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, she's also filled with leaves, but I keep thinking we're talking about beetle juice. Yeah. Uh, so there's no like guts or anything. We can't
0: say his name anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, that's tw- actually right. That was twice. Call, call him the B word. Um, the the um that guy in the stripe, uh, Michael Keaton. Um, <laughs> uh, there's the one scene where Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis are in the, um, are in like the bureau for dead people, and they have to. They're like, show me your best scary face, and they turn around, and they're all like, yeah. the warped faces. I think that's scary in like it distorts. It distorts like human features to the to the point of where it's like you can tell it's human but it's still unsettling. So it's not it's not like uncanny C- valley. Almost
0: like those spooky monsters in the first spy kids. Um Cause remember, yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole thing yeah. was flu would be like, I'm going to use my magic clay.
1: And everyone's like, Stop, please. And it's just like it, it's like weird, it's like innocent body horror. But that's why I mean that's why it's, I love the movie. Uh so Kid much Cronenberg. Too. Yeah i mean that's why i love it so much too and when i talk about how like it's romantic literature they're they they i think and i think that's the difference between how some characters are you know, leaning into or some characters like experience fear and like trepidation and you know nervousness at things but um the only malicious characters in halloween town are is Oogie boogie wait sure. ha-
0: wait it's, it's halloween land i think no it's halloween town that's very confusing because Yeah,
1: it is. I, Wait,
0: of, but was uh, I thought Disney Christmas movies. I thought it was called Christmas Land.
1: He says Christmas Land for the sake of the song to get it to rhyme, but oh. it's called Christmas Town, like the shot of the banner, it's everything is blank holiday town. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's Halloween Town. Um and that's I think mean, that's where I love the the movie too is that it's always a a setting in Kingdom Hearts, and I was a huge Kingdom Hearts fan growing <laughs> up. So, you know, you get to, like, interact with the characters and run around the area, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the best. But, uh, and you're like,
0: <laughs> this is Halloween.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I found it. It's in this game here. Um, but no, so the only the only malicious characters in Halloween Town are Oogie Boogie and then kind of by extension Lock, Shock, and Barrel, um, and everyone else, they're, they don't, you know, when they do Halloween and they're spooky and they're singing about, well, this is our job, and we just do this because you know, we, we do it and they never, ever mean anything bad by it, except for those other four characters. And that's why all of their nervousness and fear is related to whether or not they fulfill their job as the people who provide Halloween. Mm. Like they're nervous when Jack is gone because he's their leader and they have a job to do. They spend all year, you know, he goes, there's only 365 days left until next Halloween. 364. (laughs) That's the best line. Um, actually that's not true. You know, my favorite line. We'll talk um, about that later.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, well, because And... ah, yeah. oh, crud! I forgot what I was gonna say.
1: Well, that's that's just that's just you know their their whole they're driven by their purpose to create the holiday, and it's never it's it's like you they they scare and they do scary things because that's what Halloween is. It's like that's Monsters Inc. Job. Exactly, exactly. But I think even Monsters Inc. To a degree is like darker than this because they're profiting off of like like they they convert child screams into like literal energy so you've got like the oil baron scaring children so he can make money like Um, that's a little darker yeah
0: yeah (laughs) i'll let a thousand children uh (laughs) die before wait i forget the line uh because he doesn't say die twice uh, even though in my head he says before i
1: let this company die before um, i let
0: this company die (sighs) right right yeah yeah let's take a look at that again
1: jb bigley um
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do like theater. Well, I, well one thing that I realized watching this is that, I don't know why, but in my head, I remembered the mayor as also being kind of like a nefarious evil guy. But he's he's a big pushover baby. Yeah,
1: yeah he sucks. He's the worst. Yeah, we
0: were saying this during the movie. He uh, he, yeah, he falls down the stairs. He,
1: he, all the time. He's, he's just like a
0: goofball. Yeah, he looks like a dreidel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he moves like one, too. <laughs> I got the moves like dreidel.
1: That's, um kid flick's first holiday album
0: <laughs>
1: that's uh i thought that was one of the um one of the acapella groups we have a friend in a jewish cappella group it had a pen At
0: pa- yeah the um wait what is there the mac the no not the Maccabees. that's the famous one yeah the shabbatones <laughs> I know a weird amount of people that have been or are in the Shabatones, and I'm a little offended that they have never asked me to guest spot a solo.
1: Oh my God. They're uh, really good, too. They're I don't very know if good. I've driven in the car with our friend and he's played it for you, but they're like. Yes, I have. And um,
0: they, it's crazy. Have like, such I have not high production value. <laughs> if anybody played the po- this podcast while I was in the car with them, I would immediately sweat bullets yeah. and be like, <laughs> we don't have to listen to this.
1: Stop. It's fine. My um, parents
0: have done that once in a while. Like, I'll hear them listening to it while i'm in the house so (laughs) i i like get into a ball and i put on headphones and i'm just like fraser take me away
1: (laughs) (laughs) no actually i was um my mom texted me before we did this and she was like have fun have fun on the podcast i just listened to the incredibles episode and i was like oh man
0: (laughs) (laughs) we we did so much hot gossip out of the high school oh
1: oh, yeah you're right that's one with live on it too right yes yeah because over because the other one was spirited away that did before that
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm and she, but she knows Esther too, so that works out. <laughs> yeah. But but hi hi me. Josh's mom, how are you? <laughs> She'll ya? probably
1: listen later with my sister.
0: If you're if you're listening to this in the car, uh, give us two honks. <laughs> ah, good job. <laughs>
1: Upset someone else on the road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honk at somebody that does not deserve it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For this podcast, and then if they ask, tell them to listen to <laughs> Kidflix.
0: Yeah, give them send them give them like a QR code or yeah, something. Just people, f- flash it through. <laughs> you know how everybody still uses QR codes,
1: right? the only people that use them are the movie theaters right
0: yeah and what they everybody just put so much energy and excitement (laughs) into qr codes and then everybody's like oh i have to download an app to not anymore not anymore yeah thanks apple took you (sighs) 12 goddamn updates
1: whatever whatever it's fine um (laughs) they're like oh yeah we should do you seem weirdly bitter
0: about qr codes. i
1: thought it was cool i thought it was a cool idea and fine
0: and now every single company has like their own cure like snapchat makes like those snap codes right um messenger has some version of it instagram just did it oh yeah spotify's is at least cool yeah but it's also very inconvenient to use because like you can't really scan it It, it's like Mm -hmm. a whole dumb thing it's terrible it's just so yeah i'm shitting on spotify because i'm not on their service yeah,
1: spotify take that if you don't put it on we'll criticize you more on yeah
0: <clears throat> next episode about spotify sucks
1: <laughs> a whole episode it's it's make... called
0: i hate spotify
1: <laughs> 12 reasons why i hate spotify <laughs>
0: um,
1: uh, well, oh right i was gonna bring up favorite line in the movie Unless there's another segue that you wanted to no to go. please <laughs> um, there's I mean and uh, we should talk about like uh, the the real weird inconsistencies that we found too like just some weird shit in the film and you know I, I love it so much for everything that it is but you know it's I love how short the movie is because it's simple it kind of gives you characters who have like clear wants and that motivate them except um, there's like some relationships that are left significantly undeveloped and namely Jack and Sally um, yeah they
0: yeah they they their chemistry is really random like when they were she was Sally was like looking at Jack and it's super not clear if they're friends if they have like unrequited love of some mm-hmm. kind
1: it's it's kind of disappointing and I you know I I told you when we were watching the movie like the ending is my favorite scene because I love how the the music resolves from the minor key to the major key at the end. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, how perfect! Like the fact that Curly Hill has icicles on it now. Like everything is wonderfully wrapped up in that scene. Um, but the, the relationship isn't very earned. Like Sally sings all the time about how much she cares about Jack, but he never really pays her any attention until she puts like the gives him the basket while he's working in his tower. Yeah, and um, I wish. I wish there was, like, a little bit more. You know, because it's, it's not completely unearned. Like, the fact that they interact, you know, there there should be another major interaction in the first part of the movie between the two of them because then it would give Jack reason to think about her as a seamstress when he goes, oh, uh, so, you know, make my costume for me. And it's it's, you know, it's obvious that she knows how to use the needle because she's constantly, like, taking her body apart and sewing it back up again. Which is insane. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. But, uh you know so the audience understands that it makes sense for him to ask her to do that but i think it would be better if um if if we knew that jack knew that she was going to be good at that or like we knew how because you could assume that you know they've been living in halloween town long enough that he knows what she, who she is and what she does. But that's a big assumption to make and I think it would just it would feel more complete if they put something like that in the very beginning of the
0: movie. Yeah, or even cuz it's it's even kind of confusing watching at the beginning I I was still trying to figure out like what Jack's job is mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz he's the pumpkin king which judging by the movie all that he does is he rises from a, a goop. <laughs> right. And then everybody's right. like, "Hey, good goop rise." He
1: <laughs> did it. I think that's, that's something that's cool too, and another reason that I like the movie is because, you know, when you talk about Christmas, right, Santa goes into the real world and delivers the presents, is like very tangible, the way that Christmas Town creates Christmas, like they make the presents, and then Santa delivers them, but the way that Halloween is like performed, it's almost like Halloween is performed, and by the act of them, you know, performing and kind of like doing all of their shit around the town, like it, it creates like i don't know it leaves a lot to be implied i think it's a very poetic way to say that oh they do the holiday you know mm-hmm. and and i i like it a lot because it would be it would just kind of be like very on the nose if they did like oh here's the clown guy um hiding in a trash can something's waiting into pounce like you know what i mean if they did it literally it would be kind of disappointing it's like oh so you're just going out to scare the children on halloween or if they were like we make the candy and then we put the candy out <laughs> like okay all right that's that's enough.
0: Well, because, I mean, Halloween and Christmas are such different traditions, and there's, like, a different reality to it per mm-hmm. holiday. So it's, like, obviously a Christmas uh, town-type place. It's going to be where Santa lives and where the presents come from and stuff. But Halloween, it's got to be more of, like, just a visceral, like, they kind of just send out these feelings into the universe.
1: Right. That's what I think. And I think that's why that's what Jack's job is, really, is, like, he's the... He's like the figurehead of the whole thing. He's kind of like the symbol of the holiday itself. Like if, if Santa, he's like the Santa of Halloween, you know, he's like the main guy. Yeah. So he sends like the most spooky vibes out into the world.
0: <laughs> but he hates it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's cool too is like, I thought it was, it was a, it's probably not an original idea if you boil it down and say, oh, someone has a job or a role that people have put them in for their whole life and they want to make a new identity for themselves, but in this context I think it's it was original and creative you know when I first encountered the movie I'd never seen anything before. Mm-hmm. so like his like he's sim- he's a symbol of Halloween and that's you know that's his job. But I think it, what you're saying before was interesting like trying to figure out exactly what his job was what's and this kind of ties into the whole thing with Sally too. they like for a lot of the movie they treat him as like a as like a citizen and a friend. But at the same time, during Halloween, they treat him like a celebrity and it's a little bit inconsistent where like the witches and the lake woman were all like, you make walls fall, Jack. And, you know, they're they're like swooning over him and like following him like they're paparazzi or some crazy crowd of fans. And I'm like, don't you like know this guy? Don't you live with him like all the time? So it's a little weird that they would be reacting like that, but at the same time it is kind of necessary to set the tone of like how important his job is. So, you know, and it's another one of those little weird inconsistencies.
0: Also, I just realized um I just remembered I know somebody that became a celebrity, so that's five. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrities that I've met, uh if that counts. Um well the okay, and this is a dumb question, but I it it's been on my mind cuz uh it's Halloween is about to come and go. Um and there's a door to Thanksgiving Town. <laughs> and I yeah. could not figure out what could possibly be there. Because if we're going off of the traditions of Thanksgiving, maybe it's just a giant turkey farm. Like, this is Thanksgiving. Yeah, this is Thanksgiving. Uh-oh, we <laughs> mishandled this thing.
1: Um, some traditions are meant
0: to be. What if like it's that? just Roanoke. What if that's all Yo. Thanksgiving Town is? It's just Roanoke. I love that idea. That's that's, cool. that's where the that's where Roanoke ended up. They yeah, exactly. disappeared, and they ended up. They became in, Thanksgiving uh, Town. They ended up in a tree town.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I mean, uh, the the problematic history of Thanksgiving aside, like if you know.
0: Speak of sides.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I mean, like. I would not want to not acknowledge the fact that that's like being hotly contested right now. And oh, totally. I don't, you know, I don't disagree with the fact that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of shady history back there. But um on the flip side of that, I think if if the idea of having holiday towns is like they create the essence of the holiday, right? And it's like if you take if you take the like the 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 intention behind the holiday of thanksgiving right if you kind of you can't divorce it from its history but if you were to recontextualize like the purpose of what people do and kind of the ideals that people project onto something that you know maybe doesn't quite map to the ideals that they're projecting thanksgiving's about being with your family enjoying the harvest because it's the season where you harvest the crops and you have a big feast if we kind of take it for those values as it is i think how thanksgiving town would probably just be farmland, like all farmland. And oh, then that's every a good year idea. would be yeah, you know, every year would be them just growing crops. You know, it, it wouldn't necessarily be I think it would be cool if it wasn't like pilgrims and, and Native Americans. It's just like farmers. You know? Like even like modern in, in like so, modern context.
0: Uh, uh, uh the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like, open you day open day the practice. door to Thanksgiving town. Oh, Whoa, shit. Lancaster <laughs>
1: Oh, well, then, then there it is. It's just maybe. Um, this is people. Lancaster. This
0: is <laughs> Lancaster. Oh, cool! Uh, another candle demonstration. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, some more homemade root beer. Ooh, Ooh, the oh, oh, yeah.
0: Oh crap! Mm-hmm. Now I want to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Lancaster has uh, the Chameleon Club in it though, and I'd be down to see a show there again. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like, like the city of Lancaster has one of like the best concert venues I've ever been to.
0: Because the only time I've been to Lancaster for a show, I went Mm. to the American Music Theater to see Weird Al, and the ceiling, there's like a dome in the ceiling, and it's not closed off like so like natural light uh air and stuff can come in and it was oh. a terrible thunder and lightning storm oh and it, the ceiling was leaking and i i got so <laughs> anxious and panicked that i left so <laughs> in the middle I, of the show yeah i left like right oh, no. after dare to be stupid
1: oh no that's such a shame for yeah. you especially it's yeah the only time you've ever seen him
0: uh yes uh <sighs> no. i'm gonna i think he's going on a big tour next year so okay i'm gonna go get tickets for that it's just annoying because he never comes to Philly. He comes to Atlantic City or Lancaster. And I'm like, that's right. annoying.
1: When I was a kid, I saw him at the Keswick.
0: Ooh, he should come back to the Keswick. Mm-hmm. I was at the Keswick last night.
1: Oh, yeah. How was Mystery Science Theater?
0: Fantastic. Yeah? Actually, there was a guy in front of me that uh, was, like, taking pictures a lot. <laughs> it Like, he didn't take video. He, he like, held his phone up and tapped the shutter button so many times. <laughs> uh, And he also he also had a bunch of Funko Pops with him. <laughs> with him? Yeah just like <laughs> yeah he's like oh my my character friends are here
1: did he buy like an extra seat for them nope
0: uh <laughs> he had a big bag and he was like i brought snacks <laughs> but it's just funko pop yeah. eat Why? this eat this popcorn funko pop um, um hmm. okay so well you have, you have to get to work so i want to respect <laughs> that and um so let's uh do you have any because i know you have a lot more to say and mm. honestly if you think of more stuff send me a voice memo and i will tack it yeah, yeah here sure great so um <laughs> uh any final thoughts before uh we rate uh this um, movie
1: i think i think uh no i kind of touched on you know reiterate like how significant it was for stop motion animation as a medium um how how important it is to give henry credit or henry Selick credit for for what he did yes um while not downplaying tim burton's role of course uh, like,
0: I, I want to say, in my head, I'm like, it must have been a collaboration, because Tim Burton was definitely there during the mm-hmm. storyboarding oh, process, so it's, like, being a director, I've been a director for other people's work, and sometimes it's me making creative liberties, but sometimes it's just simply, like, okay, this is how they want it, I'm gonna just do my best to execute that. Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, he did write, he wrote the story originally, yes. so, like, the, it was his to begin with, so, you know, you can't take that away from him. So, I'll you celic uh, heads... whatever Um, Henry Selick's actually I haven't heard anything about it recently but for the last few years there's been a rumor yeah, rumor that's going around that he's doing something for Netflix I mean it's topical for what we were talking about before but he's doing something for Netflix I don't know with what studio though I wanna say it was like a really weird collaboration that I that I was like, why would you be why would that be it? Wait,
0: I can't think of what it is, but I think I remember hearing that as well. Also, we definitely do not have time to get into it today. Um, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that um Disney World Uh, every Halloween, uh, they do an overlay of the haunted mansion with the nightmare before Christmas. Although I heard that they were thinking of changing it to Coco, which I think would still be good. There was, there was a little bit of uproar about it, but I think it would still be interesting. Like if they didn't do it every year or if they kind of like did kind of a half and half type thing.
1: I don't know about. that. that hits me right. In I know it does. I, mm-hmm.
0: Like definitely the Mexico pavilion now at Epcot is decked out with Coco stuff. There's a great video of a mariachi band singing "Remember Me." Check that out if you haven't. It's great. Maybe I, at one I of the
1: parks. Maybe not at both. Maybe maybe Disney World or Disneyland gets Coco.
0: Yeah, I think it's like I think I saw like an image macro or something saying that, and then this uh, the one guy we know from high school uh, posted like great. <laughs> what? i won't say who um but uh, uh uh
1: oh wait i might know who you're talking about. yes you do i know you do <laughs> we,
0: we'll mention it when we stop recording oh my god uh, that person but um so uh josh now let's get into the rating system oh wait so you... wait wait one oh yeah, yeah sure sure
1: um Quick. <laughs> it's important to mention that it is the 25th anniversary this year of nightmare before christmas
0: i did not even realize yeah that.
1: it is uh it's there's like some cool cool stuff coming out there's like new picture books there's a bunch of nightmare Funko Pops um
0: <laughs> yeah that guy also had this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm sure uh I, I want to like this have is one. Funko Pop <laughs> uh I would I would buy them all and then do a little a puppet show yeah not a puppet it's a stop motion movie you could just a puppet show and no,
0: just like put them on sticks oh and be God. like I'm Jack
1: <laughs> talking about I was talking about Harry Potter Puppet Pals last night
0: oh TBT BT oh that hey. was
1: weird. <laughs> um but anyway yeah it is a 25th anniversary uh incredible film if you haven't seen it please do and then if you like what you see definitely check out corpse bride and uh frank we yeah this is my I'm... official plug for i get no benefit from this other than <laughs>
0: <laughs> love and uh ad- yeah. admiration
1: it needs if it doesn't already have enough of a cultural like impact we need more people to love it
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah so so now uh it's time we gotta we gotta rate this. So mm-hmm. uh, as always, we rate everything on a scale from zero to five. You can be as minute as you would like with your decimal points. Uh, Josh, uh, let's start <laughs> with you. I know you're a fan. It like yeah. don't 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 hold back. Yeah, don't hold back. Give give it however you feel in your right. heart. What are the?
1: Are, it's an overall number, or if, yeah, it's it an like overall.
0: A, like you can okay. talk about factoring and stuff. Yeah, like, right. the first time you were on, we had a very uh, long <laughs> rating system. I simplified it because yeah. no one wanted to hear numbers <laughs> for ten minutes.
1: Um. All right. So, off the top of my head, then, I would say I'd give it, I think I'd give it a solid 4.5 because it loses points for, um, some complexity, some underdeveloped plot lines, um, again, namely Jack and Sally as, like, a, the relationship between the two of them, but, you know, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it, the movie does so much, it does so much right, it does so much for the medium, it does so much for film in general, um, it's just and it's it's a it's something that i think beautiful is the right word for it you know it's truly just i mean something i actually probably should have mentioned before there's plenty of behind the scenes videos out there people should definitely check them out the, the whole idea of the craftsmanship behind this film and you know if i can interrupt the ratings again real quick do it uh one of the one of the coolest things about the film is you know the design tim burton has a really distinct art style and you know if you're not familiar with the way that he draws there's images all over the internet just look it up but you know it's really it's, it has a lot of personality to it um so to kind of capture that they they textured the the environments very carefully. Um, Halloween Town is all, like, scratched up, um, like, literally scratched, like, etched into the surface yeah. of the thing to get it to look like a pen and ink drawing. And um, you know, they paid a lot of attention to the textures of Halloween Town and then the real world, or and not Halloween Town, all of them. Halloween Town, Christmas Town, and the real world to get them to have the spirit of the original drawings. Um, I think it even the christmas town people like they're a little creepy Some like the yeah they're kind of like dis, dis, misshapen
0: yeah there's just like something a little off about everybody mm-hmm. but in a way where it just kind of feels consistent like this is what the universe is like Because right. not everybody is polished and perfect and stuff
1: totally um but you know that's that's a lot of the reason why i still give it a 4.52 is because the craftsmanship that went into this film is just through the roof mm-hmm. so uh yeah, so it's making me... You know what? 4.6.
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> I'd give it a 5 for how much I love it, but I'm trying to be a, objective in the face of my uh, like blind <laughs> devotion to this
0: movie. <laughs> You're <laughs> such a good movie. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I don't like that song. No, it's great. Uh, it's oh the my best God. song ever. It's um, mind-numbing. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to... I'm giving... Why did I say it like that? I'm giving with a 4.103. I don't know why, but, like, I'm starting to get to the point where if I just think of a number when I'm thinking about the movie, I'm like, okay, that's probably a good instinct. I think this is a – I was ready to kind of give it a more middle-of-the-road um, rating just because, um, like, this isn't the type of movie that I would watch as a kid. And even now I'm not super privy to, but I – like, there's just a lot about it that's charming. Mm. And even though it's 74 minutes, it's – I still was like – If the plot, I I wish there was like one more thing to the plot or even that there were more aspects of the plot that kind of came together. Like we've we've Mm -hmm. talked about those different things, especially with Sally. Um, But crunching the numbers, uh, (laughs) we are giving uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas a four point three five one five, which interesting. Wait, wait, wait.
1: wait. Do the math again, but make your number four point one oh three one because ten thirty one is Halloween. 4.103. Uh, yeah, sure, I can do. Give that. it the extra digit, just yeah, for, yeah. For the for
0: the I, theme. I'm curious if that will actually change it. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it made it a longer number. But now that's yeah. So now it's uh 4.35155, Ooh. which puts it interestingly enough right above uh the first movie we reviewed oh, together, no Spirited Kidding. Away, like a a one one hundredth. Uh, higher than Spirited Away and just below Foster's home for imaginary friends. Oh
1: I don't I, I don't I would not really contest that. I love Foster's.
0: Yeah. I like at first I was like, I don't know about that, but I mean mm. it's a very charming cute thing. Um Josh, thanks so much for coming. Yeah. Uh is there is there anything that and also for giving me coffee and a king size cake, <laughs> which was my lunch. Um <laughs> is is there anything that you would like to plug or promote right now?
1: Um not that I can think of. No, just Fantastic. enjoy the movie, enjoy Halloween, watch it as many times as you want. Oh, you know, before I leave, Ooh. the uh, perennial, <laughs> perennial, is that the right word? It feels like the right word to say, sure. I don't remember what it is.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. But... <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, it's it's uh, like the debate, the always debate is, is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Yes. For that's... the record, it's both. Just watch it whenever the fuck you want. It's a great movie. Like I
0: think, I because I mean, it ends up having more themes about Christmas, but I mean, mm-hmm. it still has the spookiness to it that, it could work for either. I'm Thank you for bringing sure. that up. I was kept thinking of that during <laughs> the movie and got sidetracked by every other thing that we said.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think um I forget who I think it might have been Henry Selick himself came out recently and officially stamped it as a Halloween movie.
0: But, <laughs> it's official guys. But it's
1: fine. It's fine. Just watch
0: it whenever. Interesting coming from the director. Um <laughs> And, uh, I'm plugging, I'm actually plugging, uh, relevant. I guessed it on the podcast, not another bad movie podcast where we talked about the Disney channel original movie girl versus monster. Um, it is bad. I've never heard of it. It is not. It came out in 2012, like the dark ages of Disney channel original movies. And it's about a girl that has no fear because her parents are ghost hunters and they locked away her like fear demon.
1: Is that Danny phantom?
0: uh no nope, but you would think so <laughs> um uh, all the adults are stupid it's classic oh, and uh there's uh there's a rock band in it like I... the kids have a rock band cuz it's a, you need to yeah. um <laughs> and of course uh, <laughs> of course and obviously i uh please rate and review us on iTunes it helps us out and you can find us at Kidflix Pod wherever Uh, So, thanks so much, Josh. I will see you on Wednesday. Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, have a spooky time. Uh, Don't dress up as kid (laughs) flicks. Everyone, dress up as uh, kid flicks. So, uh, we will hear you uh, next week, and go, go, gadget, and show.